You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, October the 26th. And in two days, the Phillies are playing in the freaking World Series, ladies and gentlemen. I am beside myself with excitement, with happiness. Obviously, the show on Monday, emotional, feeling the feels, and uh, and that hasn't gone away. You know, it hasn't gone away. My voice is still totally shot. I've just accepted that with this run, my voice is just going to be shot, and I'm going to be tired, and we're all going to be tired, and you know what? It's freaking magical. Make me tired every night of my life for this. I, I, I could do this every day for the rest of my life. Just watch Phillies playoff games and talk about them. It is the greatest thing, and I'm having the best time, and I'm just so happy I get to do it with you guys because, you know, we talked about it the other day, but... Man, it's been a slog here. It's been a slog here at Phillies today for a long time. You know, it is, um, yeah, like I always say, you have to really love the Phillies to, to listen to this show. And, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is, right? I'm, I'm here talking about the Phillies for 25 minutes a day. You know, it's, there's nothing else here. <laughs> you're, you're coming here because you love the freaking Phillies with all your heart and soul. And, and you need that Phillies content every day. And, I'm just so happy for everyone. I'm so happy for everyone that they get to experience this right now because it's been so long. And because it's been so long, it's just added to this. It's made it so special and so meaningful throughout. And you know, you're hearing all the stories, the generational stuff of families and fathers and sons and mothers and daughters and all this stuff where, you know, People get to take their kids to a game and this and that, like all this special, special stuff, life stuff that, that none of us will ever forget, moments that none of us will forever, ever forget. And the Phillies are giving us those moments. I keep saying, and I, I believe it's true, like you could have two World Series runs and not have the amount of moments that the Phillies have had this run. Um, it's just been... It's been so special. It's been so special what this team has done. And now we get to watch them play in the World Series. I was just talking to my wife about this. You know, I've, I've started the business in 2012. I've said that on this show before. Um, this is only the second time in my career, in the, the decade, now over a decade. It's like 10 and a half years that I've been in this business. This is only the second team that's made it to the championship think about that the eagle the 2017 eagles 
and this. That's it. That's it. It has been such a long time. This city is so hungry for it. And you know you felt that there's a reason they're five and zero at Citizens Bank Park. There's a reason that that stadium is the most intense sporting experience I've ever been a part of, and I'm sure anyone who's been down there for these games would agree with me. It is it has been the most intense baseball stadium I've ever seen, the most intense sports stadium experience I've ever seen in my 41 years on this planet. I guess. Not really cognizant for those first five or six. So let's say in the 35 years I've been cognizant and going to sporting events. And I've gone before. I did go when I was younger. My dad used to take me games when I was really young. But, you know, nothing's close. I've never felt anything like this before. I've never been a part of anything like this before. And um, it's just, uh, I keep pinching myself every morning when I wake up. Every time I get to talk about this team, every time I, I think about anything, it's just this team. It's the World Series. It's going up against the Astros, who are very good. Don't get me wrong. The Astros are great. But this team, I just believe in them. I think they're going to win the World Series. I think they're going to win the World Series, and, 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 and regardless of it. And I want to dive into it. We're going to preview it over the next few days and all that stuff. But regardless of what happens, because you know there's been the, the house money talk lately and all this stuff, and... Here's the thing. I think they're going to win the World Series, so maybe that colors how I feel, and maybe if they don't win it, maybe I'll feel differently. Um, but, and house money is not the term I would use, but I, I will say that, you know, this group is already kind of like the 93 team for me at worst. You know, like my, my worst case scenario is I feel about these guys who I feel about 93 or how I felt about 93 in a minute. Like, no matter what happens in the World Series, and again, I think they're going to win. I think they have a really good chance to win. I think it's going to be a great series. But no matter how it plays out, I love this team. I love these group of guys. I love what we've seen them do. I love seeing how much they love each other and what a group team they are and the celebrations they've had and the, you know, all of it. And then the moments they've given us and the, I mean, again, like I was in the building for the Bryce Harper home run. I mean, that's, it's the the greatest sports joy of my life, you know, (laughs) at least in a building, like without a doubt, the greatest of my life. I got to experience that. I mean, the Harper home run and we'll get a look at it, but I mean, just, I mean, think about the context of that Homer, the importance of that Homer, what it means, you know, I, there's been a lot of talk the last few days, people trying to put it in the correct historical context. And, and you know, you've heard a, a few other options, but, you know, the more I think about it, the more I put it in context, I think it's the biggest home run in Philly's history. I, I honestly think the Dick Sisler one in 1950 is the only one that's even comparable. And the Sisler one obviously sent them to the World Series. So, you know, in the in the regular season, you went, you know, you won the pennant in the regular season then. So it wasn't a playoff home run, but... It did win to send them to the World Series, their first World Series since 1915 after losing seasons and losing seasons, like 30 years of losing seasons. Um, so yeah, that was a big one. I get it. Um, but the other ones that are mentioned, like Mike Schmidt in Montreal, Matt Stairs, you know, Victorino in that LA game, like 
No, no. Mike Schmitz was a regular season homer. I know it helped him, you know, get to the playoffs and they win the World Series that year, and that's why we look back on it so fondly. But and look, if we win the World Series this year, the Bryce Harper on run will take on a a new level of legendary status. But even without that, I mean, the man hit a go ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth inning to send his team to the World Series. But not just that. Bryce Harper hit it. Bryce Harper, the kid who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the age of 16, who was the number one pick in the draft, who won the MVP at the age of 22 with like the best season that 22-year-olds had, who won another MVP as a two-time MVP winner, a seven-time All-Star, a, you know, he is going to the Hall of Fame. He will he will get into the Hall of Fame. And and if his career trajectory continues on the path it's on, he's going to be like an inner circle Hall of Famer. He's, he's one of the greats of an era right now. And for it to be him, him, the guy who chose us, no one ever chooses us. No one ever says, I'm going to go play for the Phillies. Certainly not the superstars. The superstars never say, I'm going to go be a Philly. And for it to be that guy... In the moment, in October, when legends are born. And it's so rare that those legends are superstars. It's so rare that the best of the best of the best of the best, like the top five players in the sport, are the guys who get those opportunities. Like, look, a lot of times those guys don't even make the playoffs. I mean, Mike Trout has played, what, like two wild card games or whatever it's been. I mean, the dude has barely played in the playoffs, and he's the statistically and, you know, whatever you want to say, the best player of the generation, one of the greats of all time. He's never played in the playoffs. You know, Felix Hernandez, one of the great pitchers of an era, never played in the playoffs. Like, you don't get these opportunities in baseball. It's not like basketball where half the league makes the the playoffs. It's not like football where there's turnover every single year and it's really hard for teams not to make the playoffs at least sometime in a certain period of time or whatever. Like it's tougher in baseball. Less teams make the playoffs. It's a grind of a season. And then even with that, like not only does he have to get there, and again, there's the guy who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the guy who grew up as the face of baseball, the guy who's had opportunities in, in Washington and, and wasn't able to really get it passed around, win a round of the playoffs, and then he leaves Washington, and they win the freaking World Series the year he leaves. Like For it to be this guy, after just turning 30, again on the cover of Sports Illustrated, 16, he just turns 30. For it to be that guy... Who ma- who makes that moment? I mean, that is the stuff of legend. Literally, the stuff of legend. And that's the thing about baseball that's so beautiful is is you don't get to choose. You know, if you're playing basketball and and you're down two points with twenty seconds left, and you want to hit a game winning three, guess what? You can choose whoever the hell you want to shoot it. Run a play, get the ball in the guy's hands. And you could say, all right, Kobe, you're shooting it. LeBron, you're shooting it. Uh, Michael Jordan, it's your shot, buddy. You don't get that choice in baseball. It has to work out in such a way where if you're down 3-2 in the bottom of the eighth inning that a runner gets on base. And then Bryce Harper steps to the plate with that chance. And then the lineup has to work out that those are the guys who are coming up in that spot, in that order, like... You don't have control over this. 
And they could have intentionally walked him. If JT doesn't get on, they probably do. Like, there's so many different little incantations and ways this could go where he never gets that opportunity because baseball is not basketball. Even football, the quarterback can go touch the ball every play. You get your spot when you get up in the lineup. You get four or five, maybe six if it's a rump. You know? That's it. You get your you get your spots, you get your shots, and they come when they come. And the circumstances that they are they are dictated by or the, the, the circumstances that you come up in are dictated by other people and other things. All you can do is stride to the plate in the situation you're given. And on those rarest of moments, when a playoff game hangs in the balance and a chance to send your team to the freaking World Series hangs in the balance, it is so rare that a superstar is the one who steps to the plate with a runner on base with a chance to hit a home run to send your team to the World Series. It is so freaking rare. And then, and then, for him to actually do it, for him to actually grab that moment and hit the best home run in the history of the franchise, one of the great playoff home runs of all time. Like, yeah, it's not Kirk Gibson, it's not Joe Carter, it's not Bill Mazeroski, but but it's up there. It's a Pantheon baseball home run. And for it to be that freaking guy... It's magic. That is straight magic. Like, literally, that is magic, and that is why there is no sport that can even compare to the magic and drama of baseball when it's at its best. And we're seeing it right now. There's a reason that freaking ballpark is packed and people are yelling at the top of their lungs. Because this is special, man. It's why we love baseball. And it's why we always tell people it's the best sport. If you're listening to this, you are with me. I know you're with me. Baseball is the best sport there is. And at Citizens Bank Park on Sunday, with Bryce Harper at the plate, we got the perfect example of why. All those things come together for a moment for the ages. And again, I said it before, I'll say it again, being in the building for it, one of the great joys of my life, certainly the greatest sporting joy of my life, you know, that and you know, certainly in the building, I would say the only sporting joy of my life that compares is, you know, the, the winning the World Series and winning the Super Bowl. You know, that's it. It's, it's right there with those. And I was in the building for it, for it to be Harper, man. It's just... Um, it is it's so special man and it's it's so amazing that this fan base gets to experience it again and again that the the way this team has has given us those moments from the jump the very first playoff game we get the gene hit and again like we said at the time and have said many times since for it to be gene for it to be the guy who waited 1,328 games to finally get a shot in the playoffs for it to be the guy, that guy, who would get the game-winning hit in the first playoff game in, in the top of the ninth inning. That's magical stuff for the Castellanos catch, the Reese home run in game three against the Braves, the JT inside the Parker, the Schwarber 488-foot 
bomb. The Gene game against the against the Padres at home with the roller coaster of a game. The, the Reese homers again. The Bryce double. Like if we had just gotten the Bryce double to make it seven to six, we would been like, what a miracle moment that was. And then the next night, the next day after the Phillies come back from four nothing, come back from six four to win ten. To six with a bright, with two massive Reese homers, with a Schwarber just down to one knee bomb to center, and with a JT homer with the the greatest shot of all time, with the fanatic standing on the dugout and putting his arms up, like like what are we doing here? And then for it to be the Harper homer the next night to come from behind and win, like again, it, you know, it is. It is almost too storybook to believe. That's the crazy thing. That's why I keep saying I feel like I'm living in a dream right now. How has it all been so beautiful and so magical? How? How? I'm just so happy, man. I'm so happy, guys. Like, I'm so happy to talk about this. It's, again, I go back to what I said at the beginning. I mean, you know, the first year of this show was a 66-win baseball team. 66. I talk to you every day for 25 minutes a day about a 66-win baseball team. And let's be honest, I, if I remember correctly, I think I veered off the team towards the end at times, and I was certainly talking about some other baseball-related things back then. But, you know, the slog we've been through from 66 wins to 80 to 80 to 81 to 82 to now has been... You know, or eighty to eighty-one to eighty-one to eighty-two, whatever it was. Like it's been, it's been a rough road, man. It's been a long, long road. And now we're talking about the World Series and the Phillies in it, and it's um, it's just the coolest thing. It's the coolest freaking thing. All right, World Series. How about we get into that? And obviously. We have a couple more days to um, to preview that more uh, as we lead up to Friday at eight oh three. We'll really dive into a um, a more detailed preview. We'll go through the Astros lineup, Astros pitching as we get a little closer here. Um, just off the top, I'll say they're very good. <laughs> Breaking news: the seven and zero in the playoffs. Astros are are a very very good baseball team. Um, I think the thing that you know we we talk a lot about. Everyone knows about Verlander and. I think most people know about Framber Valdez, who personally I'm I'm more scared of than, than Verlander. That dude is nasty, a nasty lefty. You'll see he is scary. Um, you know, Lance McCullers, Christian Javier, like they got starting pitching, you know, out the out the wazoo. I mean, they got Jose Urquidy, who's um three wins in the World Series in his career, and he's like an afterthought, you know. Um the bullpen though. And look, the lamps are eight too. You know, obviously we know Alex Bregman and Jose Otuve and and all those cheaters <clears throat> and all that. Um, Jordan Alvarez is just an unbelievable hitter. I would say um, so. He was on my fantasy team this year, so I watched a lot of Jordan Alvarez. Honestly, honestly, I honestly mean this when he comes up to the plate. Like, you know, a top five scariest hitter to face just from from the way he looks at the plate. And the way he performs. I mean, he's amazing. We'll go through some of the numbers tomorrow and all that. But but he's huge. And he's this big left-handed monster at the plate. So uh, I'm just letting you know, if you've not watched a lot of Astros this year, and I'm guessing the people who listen to this have seen some at least or know these guys because, again, you know, baseball nerds, baseball psychos, whatever we want to call ourselves. Um, um, if you don't know Jordan, you will. He's, he's 
pretty amazing. He's very scary. He scares me more than anyone else on the team. But having said all that, you know, if we're just, and again, I'm going to dive into all this, but, but if you want to talk about where the Astros scare me the most, where I see, you know, if it doesn't go our way, us sitting there going like, oh God, these guys again, it's the bullpen. The Astros bullpen is absolutely insane. Like absolutely insane. I mean, they've just roll out dudes. Ryan Presley is their closer, been their closer for a little while. You might know his name, but, but it's not even guys, you know, obviously... Of course, we know Hector Neris. He is there, and he's been very good for them, and I miss Hector, and I wish he were here instead of Juris Familia had been and all that, but um, Hector's been very good for them, but, I mean, these guys, they roll out, like Tony Abreu and Rafael Montero and Ryan Stanek. I mean, Hunter Brown. These dudes are nasty, like filth. Garcia, like these guys are are just filthy, like real pure filth coming out of that bullpen. It is, it is a scary proposition. The bullpen is what scares me the most about this Astros team. Every single one of these guys comes in and just, just deals. It's like they have like six Sir Anthony's and Alvarados. You know, we're sitting here like, oh, I trust two guys. Literally only two guys in the bullpen. I'm going to sweat out the other ones. Like if you're an Astros fan, you're probably like, yeah, bring all of them. I don't care. Oh, it's a break. Cool. Guy's going to get done. Oh, Montero. Sure. Oh, Hunter Brown, rookie. Yeah, no problem. Dude's filthy. Like, that, that's the way they are. Like, this Astros bullpen is freaking insane. And the numbers, I mean, on the team as a whole, I mean, I, I think I might have read this one on here before, but, um, you know, the, the stat that I read about the fact that only two pitchers and it was like 13 combined innings had an area over four for the Astros this year. Everyone else was under four. 99.3% of their innings were pitched by pitchers who had an ERA under four. An ERA under four. I mean, we have Kyle Gibson on our team. Kyle Gibson alone. <laughs> it's like uh, how you're giving up, probably giving up more runs than the Astros bullpen. Um, it's uh, it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Again, at 99.3% under four. I mean, that is. I mean, just looking at the Phillies just quickly. Um, Gibson's 505. Eflin's 404. Uh, Nick Nelson four eight five, Cindergard four one two, Familia six oh nine, James Norwood from earlier this season eight three one, you know like Chris Davinsky eleven two five, you know all this stuff. Um, and again, you know a lot of these guys didn't pitch a lot, but that's the point with how amazing this Astros team has been. Anyone who freaking pitched for them other than these two guys have an ERA under four all year. Their team ERA is two nine. Their team ERA. As a team, the Phillies team ERA is 3.97. 3.97. Think about that. 3.97. They're 2.9. As a team, they have given up one less run than the Phillies per, per nine innings. That's insanity. That's crazy town. They're awesome. The Astros are flat out awesome. They are a really, really, really good baseball team. And I think the Phillies are gonna win. I don't I don't know what else to say. I know it's crazy, but you know, um I was talking to Jack Fritz um on the high up spot. And if you love baseball and you don't you don't listen to the high up spot, check it out. Uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people there's crossover, but um check out the high up spot. It's um it's pretty good. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. It's my favorite. Um, 
and we have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, this Phillies run for for that pod has been um has been really really cool too, um surreal and amazing. But um check it out if you want some more. If you if you're dying for Phillies talk, c- come there too. Um, but we were talking about feels like you know the Eagles and and you know for me, Jack said it was after the NFC Championship game for him. Like when they beat Atlanta and the dog mask came out and Chris Long and Lane Johnson wearing those dog masks on the field, I was like, oh, 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 the. Oh, this is different. And then I was like, we're winning it. And then after the NFC Championship game, I was like, we are absolutely winning the Super Bowl. I have no doubt. And they won the Super Bowl. And it was just that kind of thing where you almost have to be here for it. You almost have to feel it. You have to feel it to understand what's happening with this group. That's what I feel like with this Phillies team. And look, again, they could go to Houston and run into a buzzsaw. The Houston Astros might be a buzzsaw. They might be the 0-1 Lakers, right? Where that magical Iverson run, they win a game, and then the Lakers are like, enough of this from four straight. It might be that. But it might be one of those things where a special team having a special moment faces the big bad Goliath and knocks him down. And I I wouldn't bet against this Phillies team. That's what I'm going to say. I can't wait to see. I can't. Get me to 803 on Friday. Get me there now. All right. We have two more days before then of shows. We'll be here. We will preview the World Series. We'll dive into it in more depth. And again, of course, the excitement, the vibes, the whole thing. We will dive into it all. The decisions coming up. Again, the Aaron Nola thing, an interesting one that we will talk about is it does look like Topper is going to go with Nolan game one and Wheeler in game two to give Wheeler an extra day of rest, which I get. Get Wheeler the extra rest, but I also... It was your ace. I probably would go with him in game one. So we'll talk about that and a whole lot more as uh, over the next couple of days we get ready to. I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. Preview the World Series on Phillies today. How about it? That is a beautiful freaking sentence. All right. Until then, uh, can't wait. We'll talk tomorrow. Until then, everyone, have a wonderful day and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies today right here on the Phillies twenty four seven network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 